hello and welcome to level 64 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight. Welcome to the show. If it's your first time here, hello. If you're back again for another dosage of video games and trivia, well, it's good to have you here once again. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you that Three Extra Lives does have a Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash three extra lives if you like what i'm doing here if you'd like to support the show even more than what you're doing here by simply just listening to it because yes even just by listening to the show you are supporting what i'm doing and i am very thankful for that and if you head over to patreon you'll also get access to the shiny new discord server that i set up and there may or may not be extra little channels in there for patreons and also twitch subscribers just to add that gives you access to secret channels and also game key giveaways although i cannot confirm or deny if that's actually true so you might just have to head over there to find out but yes patreon.com forward slash three extra lives and with that out of the way let's get on with the show Something I've been playing recently and something maybe I should have done back in September 2017 when it was released was play Cuphead. Cuphead released by Studio MDHR which is a game centered around continual boss fights and run and gun style levels. It's heavily influenced by 1930s cartoons with such work as the Fletcher Studios and Walt Disney Animations and Cuphead it's a one or two player game you can play with your friend over on local co-op and there you'll take control of Cuphead or his brother Mugman as you fight through levels you'll take on boss fights and that is because you need to repay a debt to the devil yes the devil himself because the plot of this game very simple plot that you on the fictional island of Inkwell Cuphead and his brother Mugman they head off to the devil's casino as you do and they begin playing craps and they go on a winning streak and they kind of lose themselves in the gambling moment the devil raises the stakes and Cuphead and Mugman take up the bet that if they can roll one more win they'll receive all the money in the casino if not the devil will take their souls and anyway Cuphead loses the roll by rolling snake eyes and then him and Mugman are begging for mercy. The devil then makes a deal with them if the two of them can collect soul contracts from his runaway soul debitors by midnight the next day, he might let them keep their very own soul. So that is the plotline of Cuphead. And obviously I have mentioned Cuphead back on level 11 when I mentioned about Cuphead being an adapted port for a Tesla car, which allowed you to play the game's first level through the dashboard of the car. And of course, we have the Netflix series that was announced back in July 2019 called The Cuphead Show, which we're still waiting for as of recording, but that is also very exciting because now that I've jumped into the world of Cuphead, I see this overwhelmingly positive game that sometimes you just have these games that are so well known and also have been so well received, but somehow you just haven't got round to playing them. And it was sort of like, Recently, when I was talking about Undertale on level 60 of Three Extra Lives, and that's a game that had been out for five years, and just sometimes these games have been there and just haven't had the chance to play them. And I don't know why. I don't know why I've waited this long. One thing about Cuphead is that when you look at it, you wouldn't think of it 
as probably the game that you would expect it to be because Cuphead is quite a difficult game. I think it's quite well known for its hardcore element with regards to its boss fights and also the run and gun levels. And there's also a, a role-playing RPG element to this game as well because you collect coins and you can also purchase special abilities known as charms and these can also be used to change the way your attacks work. You can also upgrade your abilities because Cuphead and Mugman have basic abilities where they can shoot out of their fingers just a little and that's how they do damage to the bosses and how they do damage to the enemies. They also have a dash feature but you can purchase equipable weapons and special abilities that you can only equip one of each type of these but they give you various effects and they work a certain way and this is actually how you take on various bosses as well that you might need to change up your loadout let's call it that as you encounter these various bosses and like I said this game is heavily influenced by 1930s cartoons you instantly get that feeling when you jump straight into this game I really like the fact that with regards to boss levels in this game that there is a simplified version of the boss fight which it's not so simple but it gives you a kind of layout of some of the mechanics that the boss is going to be using before you venture into the normal fight with the boss which is the one you have to beat in order to get that soul contract for the devil and once you've collected all those contracts off the islands this game's broke up into four different islands you then move to the next island and you go through the same process again and you're meeting just a range of different characters and different bosses and all capturing different kind of themes on the first island the the first encounter that you will jump into is into a vegetable field where you're fighting a potato and an onion and it really sounds so innocent but the way that this game has been designed is that just on paper looking at these characters they seem all nice and innocent but when you start fighting them they have these dark sides to them which is just portrayed in this animation style which never really feels truly dark but I could I could see if you were a bit younger that this would be slightly disturbing but that's definitely capturing the essence of those 1930s cartoons and I have to say I don't know why it took me so long to pick up Cuphead and it's probably a really good time to do that if you've ever been thinking about picking up Cuphead or you know it's a game you've probably seen out there you've probably heard people talking about it but for me it really captures the essence of old school gaming of platformers and the boss fights and just knowing that they can be quite punishing but also the reward for beating those boss fights is also such a great feeling going in there you're trying to get the most effective loadout to beat these bosses and I think it just works really well. It's it's a game that I probably can't sit and play for too many hours in a row because if you're just getting stuck on one boss fight but that's the good thing about this game is because you do have a little bit of freedom navigating the islands you're on. If you're stuck on one boss you can maybe go try another boss or you can try that in a simplified mode and at least progress some of the story that way and maybe come back to those later as well so you do have a bit of control with regards to how you approach the levels and the boss fights so like i mentioned it's probably a great time to jump into cuphead because as of 2020 there is a dlc that's on the way called the delicious last course and that is due for release 
in 2020. Obviously, as of recording, not much of 2020 left, thank goodness. And that's going to be adding a brand new playable character. And it's also going to add a brand new island. It's going to add some new bosses, new weapons, new charms. And you're also going to be helping Chef Saltbaker on a brand new adventure to uncover the mystery of the legendary Chalice's secret quest. I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm glad I finally took the step into Cuphead and I think you should too. That is Cuphead by Studio MDHR. Well, Cuphead and his Pelmug man, they like to roll the dice. By chance they came upon a devil's game, and gosh, they paid the price. Paid the price. It's trivia time. So I was talking about Cuphead, and talking of a, another type of cup. That is the FIFA World Cup. Yes, talk about soccer or football, whatever you prefer. Here we go. Who won the first ever FIFA World Cup hosted in 1930? Was it Italy, Uruguay, or Brazil? The correct answer is Uruguay. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. So the month of November 2020 has been a bit of a month really, hasn't it? If you pay attention to social media, you probably know what I'm talking about, right? I don't need to say what I'm talking about, but there's been a lot of things going on with politics and the world. And well, I mean, you could say it's been going on the whole year, but I found just one day, I was a little tired of all that. I was a little tired of just letting all that take up my energy and I needed a rest. I needed a, a bit of a break. I needed to take a short hike and that's what I did. I went on a short hike and a short hike is a indie exploration game where you hike, climb and soar through the peaceful mountainside landscapes of the Hawk Peak Provincial Park as you make your way to the summit. Now this is a game by Adam Robinson Yu. It's published by Humble Games. And goodness me, this was just what I needed. I had heard some good things about this game and obviously if you head over to the Steam page, you will see overwhelmingly positive for this game that released back in July, 2019. But it really is such a humble little experience that if you're looking just for an escape from the real world and you want to do that in a way that wholesome and in a game that you just want to put your feet up and not have any sort of stress playing it you will find it in a short hike and in a short hike you play as the main character Claire who's a young anaphomorphic bird who's traveled to Hawk Peak where her Aunt May works as a ranger to spend some days off uh, however Claire can't get cell phone reception unless she reaches the top of the peak and is expecting an important phone call. For this reason, she decides to climb to the highest point in the park. So the developer for this game, Robinson Yu, uh, took a break from developing his untitled RPG to work on a short hike. And this was back in 2018 and shared the prototype on Twitter and he played various other indie titles, The Haunted Island, Frog Detective and Minute, 
and he noticed that short games can be successful too. In this game, he actually rendered the world using big pixels, which allowed him to cover up his limited art capabilities. And the color palette for this game is sampled from fall nature photos. And that is something you will notice with the art style in this game. And it is a relatively short game. I think if you're looking to complete the story of this game, it'll probably take you about two hours. And if you want to go for the completionist route, probably three to four hours on top of that. But as you enter the provincial park, you'll get to meet various other characters who are going about their day. Some of them will give you quests. And the great thing about this as you climb to the peak, there's various parts of this park that you get to explore and you're looking to collect golden feathers which allows you to gain enough energy to climb up certain facings, up certain steep cliffs. It also gives you extra energy to jump and every golden feather you have allows you to jump. So if you end up with five golden feathers you can do five jumps which gives you a bit more height or a bit more energy to make a certain climb. And as you get to the highest peaks of this park you will notice that the temperature starts to decrease which also has a big impact on how this resource is managed as well and one of the highlights for me was being introduced to the volleyball like mini game called beach stick ball now that is a game within a game right there that could be a new esport we should definitely make that happen other side quests and activities including fishing finding lost items for visitors and of course, like I just mentioned, beach stick ball. It, it's so good. And really this game just blew me away. It's a, it totally surprised me. I obviously had heard, like I said, good things about it, but it really just took me away from the stress of real life. And it was just two hours of blissfulness, spending time on this island where things are a lot better there than uh, what we're dealing with right now. And sometimes just in video games, that's what you want, that escape to take you to a place that's calming, relaxing, and the story in this is also very sweet and the ending is absolutely beautiful and I just think if you're looking for something relaxing, something just to take your mind off things and to lose yourself in a little bit, you will find that in a short hike. So get your walking boots on and head out that mountain. That's A Short Hike by Adam Robinson Yu. It's trivia time! So I was talking about a short hike, and speaking of hikes, Mount Everest is Earth's highest mountain above sea level, but how many kilometers does it take to trek from the base camp of Mount Everest to the summit? Is it 65 kilometers, 90 kilometers, or 150 kilometers? The correct answer is 65 kilometers. The entire trek is 130 kilometers. That is about 80 miles for a round trip. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of three extra lives, as we are coming towards the end of this year, 2020, yes, bringing it up again. But I just wanna say that I feel like as gamers, We've been largely unaffected by what's been happening out in the world. And what I mean by that is, as 
the pandemic hit, we've gone into various stages of lockdown, businesses have been impacted, but us as gamers, largely unaffected. Like we've been able to log in online, we've been able to play video games together, we've also been able to access games that have been released, being able to download those digitally, because we do live in this age where video games are more accessible, that we've just been able to continue our gaming lives relatively unscathed, which when you think about it, it's quite amazing. It's quite incredible that we are so fortunate that despite a global pandemic going on, that we can still enjoy our hobby, the thing that keeps us ticking over. And even more incredible, I guess, when you think about it is with regards to new games being released and also this year is the new generation of console launches with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and of course there are shortages with regards to these consoles and everyone that's ordered these may not be getting it on release which definitely is unfortunate for those people that are looking forward to getting their hands on those but I still think it's easy to forget that we do have a pandemic happening which has had a massive impact on how people are working a lot of these game companies like many industries and like many businesses having their workers migrate to working from home and being able to do that still being able to work on video games still being able to work on consoles and getting those released out into the world and i think again you know when you've probably played some online games there's been maybe increased amount of server issues and I think it's just easy to forget. It's easy to forget the pandemic's happening and when we're having these issues in video games and when these things maybe do go wrong in video games that it's somewhat of a distraction that we can find it that a priority is, oh, there's a server not working in Fall Guys or I can't log into Among Us because there's too many people playing it that you forget that, oh, that's my main problem right now. Not that there's a pandemic happening or anything surrounding that and in a way it's a light relief to life because you can't always be and hopefully you don't always have the burning issues of something extremely major going on in your head because it just gets to a point where that fades down a little bit and then sometimes you know you've heard the same first world problems and things like that with regards to video games and you know video games is a very important part to my life and I know it's a very important part to many people's lives but it's not life and death it's not the be and end all of all things well I mean in some way it is but it's not life and death just to reiterate that again and we've seen it with the likes of big games getting their release dates moved you know like cyberpunk 2077 being the big one this year that's continually having its release date moved and that should still be coming out this year and other titles, indie titles, have been moving their launches due to the nature of that big launch as well. Obviously, there is a lot of controversy around developers having to crunch and get these games out on time and with the added pressures of what this year has introduced as well. I still like to hope that gamers consider that and remember that, that during this time that we have been largely unaffected we've still been able to play video games we've still been able to enjoy those relatively uninterrupted like i'm gonna say that with regards to my video game consumption this year yes there's a global pandemic but that has not really had any impact yes you may have issues if you 
are a physical collector or you go out and you pick up retro titles or something like that, you haven't been able to have the freedom to do that. But because you are just able to download a new title or you're able to order a game online and get it delivered straight to your house, that it's just so fortunate that we as gamers are able to do that. And I'm just saying I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my hobby, my passion, that I've been able to just continue to do that and not really give a second thought about everything else that's going on. I think at this time, I just want to encourage you to thank a developer. Thank a developer. Why not go out there, go onto social media and just show your appreciation to a developer. Can be any developer, AAA or small indie. A game that you've been playing this year that you've enjoyed. A game that a developers have to work on from home or a game that has been released recently or maybe it's just a game that's been updated this year. I think it's important to show gratitude and I think it's important to thank these developers. Thank these developers for continuing to work on the games that we enjoy, the games that we love, and the games that have continued to provide distractions when real life gets a little bit tough. I, for one, am going to be out there and I'm going to be hashtag thank a dev. I'm going to go out there and find a few developers to thank for the games that I've been playing this year that have been a welcome relief. Obviously, I mentioned a short hike in the previous segment, which is definitely a game that, that provided some relief from what's going on in the world. And I think, like I said, showing some gratitude for the hobby we have, the passion we have, and how it has remained largely unaffected by the year known as 2020. Go out there, thank a dev, show the appreciation, because developers working hard during this time for us, for the games that we love. Go do it. Thank a dev. It's trivia time. So I did mention the PlayStation console during that segment. And speaking of the PlayStation, back on PlayStation 1, Riven, the sequel to the game Myst, was famed as having the most discs for a single title on the PlayStation console. How many discs did this game contain? Was it five, seven, or nine? The correct answer is five, five discs on Riven, the sequel to Miss. That is a lot of discs. And if you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of another level of three extra lives. How did you do on the trivia this week? Why not let me know? Over on the social media, you can find three extra lives in many places, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at three extra lives. You can email the show with any thoughts or feelings about this level or any levels in the past, or if you have any trivia or feel good video game stories that you want to share, why not email the show podcast at 3 And as always, you can find all the show notes for this level so you don't have to go searching 3 It's all there for you, like I say, so you don't have to go searching 3 And that's it. That is the end of this level. I appreciate you for tuning in and I will see you all in level 65.
This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.